Hello, everybody, and welcome to Kairos Has Friends. My name is Kairos, and I'm sitting here with some friends today. And I'm super duper excited to do our first Kairos Has Friends Good Vibes panel. I'm giddy. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good right now. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to talk with them. Before we get started, if you are interested in seeing more good vibes and positive energy, be sure to follow me on my favorite social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Vibe with Kai. You can also follow me on uh, TikTok and on Snapchat, at Kairos Keenan. And then you can always visit my website, thevibewithkai.com, where I'm always posting blogs and, and, and videos and, and reviews, things that will help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. But enough about me. Enough about me and, 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 and all of my stuff that I'm plugging all the time. I'm here to talk about these crazy people that you see on your screen right now. All of these people uh, who have had a positive influence on my life and to thousands and thousands if not millions of people they may not even know the reach that they have right now uh and i wanted to continue to spread that positivity because they are just good good people to have around so uh i want you to meet this panel uh today we are here to talk about good vibes and positive energy I'm sure you're sick and tired of hearing me talk about it. So I decided to bring some of my closest colleagues and, uh, and, and social media influencers here to talk about positive vibes. So let's, uh, let's meet our panel here um, from Germany, uh, the ambassador of self-love. I love that title. Anna, me too. how are you? Hello, I'm fine. I'm happy to be here. So happy to, so happy that you're here, Anna. Uh, from Texas, the leader of the Atang Gang, my brother. Uh, even though I might disown him because he's a, I already he's knew. a Rockets fan. I already knew you were going to say something about that. <laughs> he's, <laughs> upset. he's upset because my Sixers are going to be better than his Rockets next year. But that's neither here or there. We're, I'm sitting here with Joe Atang. Joe, what's up, homie? All good. All is good, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, from Oregon, uh, the CEO of Positivity, my good friend, Melanie Levy. Hi, Mel. Hi. How's everyone going? Oh, Everybody's all excited about this? Woo. I, love the, I, love the, I love the dance. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and from, good. From, from, the, from the good Carolina, or, or according to her, the, the not-so-good Carolina, apparently. I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, but from South, from South Carolina, uh, the founder of KJB, which means kindness, kindness just because, Faith McGangus. Hi, Faith. Hi, Kai. Oh, so nice to see you. I, uh, go ahead. I said it's just so good to be here. I don't think I've ever heard you say just like, it, I got thrown off just now because I don't think I've ever heard you say just like one quick like, hi. Well, you told us to keep it quick. I was trying to keep it quick. <laughs> trying to keep the good vibes going. I got I, thrown off. You'll cut me off later. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So listen, friends, here's, here's the deal. Uh, today's panel, we're going to be uh, splitting this up into five different segments. And those segments will uh, address the following thing. Number one, self-love. Number two, spreading positivity. Number three, our own personal struggles. Number four, handling negativity. And number five, finding the silver lining in 2020. But before we get started with any of that, I just want to take a quick second and learn a little bit more about our panelists here. I feel like this is a game show. Like we're about to play like Big Brother. I do too. I do too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how can I not be hyped right now? I feel like I'm getting ready to 
win a million dollars or something. Let's, let's oh, go. I can't, I can't promise a million American dollars, but I got, I got, <laughs> I got a bunch of Monopoly boxes. So I can give you that. That works. That works too. <laughs> uh, let's start with Anna, the, the ambassador of self-love. Anna, uh, tell, tell us a little bit about, about you. So my name is Anna Clarice Jalhar. I am 36 years old. I was born in the Philippines, but grew up here in Germany. And um, I worked full-time in the beauty industry for over nine years already and started my coaching business this summer and also spread the message about how important self-love is as my inner medicine, my superpower, and my self-healing method. I love it. I love it. And we, and we got to sit and talk and I, I love the, the chat that we have. And I was, I was joking beforehand uh, for, if you caught on to that, she is not here in the United States like the rest of us. She is out in Germany. So it is, it is, we're recording this at uh, three o'clock on, uh, on a Saturday, but it is 10 o'clock for her. So thank you for staying up with us, Anna. Of course. Well, it's nine o'clock. Sorry. It's oh, nine nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock. There we go. There we go. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, next to Mr. Mr. Atang gang himself, Joe Atang. What's up, man? Tell us a little bit about you. What's going on? I am uh, from Houston, Texas. I'm a full-time dad, as well as an entrepreneur. Um, just like my good friend here, I'm in the beauty in industry. My mom has a hair salon in Houston, Texas, and uh, I've been running that business since 2010. And so uh, juggling that, juggling my kids, and also doing this uh, social media thing has been a hell of a ride. You know, it's funny because you and I, we, we, we always like on our social media platforms, we go back and forth and like uh, people that don't know us probably think that sometimes like when we go back and forth that we are like, like, ah, this guy. Yeah, but, yeah, like, I have sure. nothing but love. I have nothing but love for this, for this guy right, right here. Right back at you, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Like legit. We, we joke, we joke with each other because we love each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be love without it. Amen. Amen. Uh, and then uh, Melanie Levy, the, the CEO of Positivity, another great title, which I, which I love. Mel, Mel, tell us a little bit about, about you. Thank you. Uh, my name's Melanie. I am originally from Hawaii. I live in Oregon now. I've been here for about 20 years. Um, my daytime job is in administration with a little bit of a background on social media management, uh, analytics, algorithms, things like that. And um, my other part of life is actually uh, promoting my positivity and mindset on uh, Instagram. I love it. And, and I, I, I love, I love I'm talking with you and uh, I stop into your lives all the time. I love your, your lives are, are fun too. Cause you, you are very engaging with the people that you talk with on uh, online. They have a lot of questions too. They do. I, um, I think it's really important to uh, try, try to engage everyone, you know, because I think that it's important for everybody on my life to feel important. Mm -hmm. um, it can be a little bit of a struggle sometimes, um, especially when I have a bunch of people coming on, but it's fun. I try to keep up the vibe. <laughs> so yeah, I, I really love it. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, and then last, but certainly not least, uh, my good friend, uh, kindness just because hashtag KJB Faith, how are you? Tell us, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, this feels like such a loaded question, right? <laughs> um, I'm, a stay, I'm 38, stay-at-home mom. Uh, we run a small business. Actually, Joe is repping our business right now. When he was here, we gave him that sweatshirt. That's our that's our true business sweatshirt. So I do all of the whatever for us and have the kids and then somehow i don't even know ended up on the tiktok with all the people and 
just kind of, I mean, I don't even know how I ended up here, honestly. It just happened, you know? So then all of a sudden, my what was my weakness, I thought, like my trauma and all of the things that I've been through that have just been really traumatic ended up being my superpower because it was a way to be, kindness just because was applied as much to myself as it was to everybody else. It was like learning how to be kind to myself and like, you know, be able to be confident enough to be the CEO of KJB and know that it was my place to do it. And then also encourage everyone else to just be nice, you know, Amen. be nice. Amen. Amen. Goodbye. Good vibes. By the way, you you guys are allowed to say vibes. I don't have it like copywritten or or anything like that. Vibe. Vibe in over here. (laughs) So so let's let's jump let's jump right right into this because we we have some really uh, interesting topics that I want to get into. So I want to start off with um, with self love, and Anna, I want to start with you because you are the ambassador of of self love. Um. Self-love is something that people struggle with. And you and I got to talk about this a little bit on, on our individual podcast and all that, but that, um, that's something that people struggle with. And you got to see, you get to see it firsthand, especially when people come in to, you know, get their makeup done and get their hair done and things like that. Um, why is, why do you feel it's such a struggle for people to value themselves and to love themselves? Uh, I think it's because of the external world we grow up. I think as, as kids, we're just totally in love with ourselves until maybe our parents tell us like, no, you shouldn't be too loud. You shouldn't do that. Then you'll watch your friends, your schoolmates. Then the teachers tell you to, you know, you shouldn't do this, whatever. It's so many no's, no's, no's. And you'll start to just adjust and to kind of lose yourself. And then you'll start reading magazines and start watching advertisement and social media and beauty industries of course, always showing the before and after, and this is yuck, and this is better <laughs> if you use our products. And since I'm working for 10 years in this makeup industry, I have so many, mostly women come in and tell me like, oh, I look so ugly, you shouldn't look at me. Oh, I feel so uh, whatever, always negative, and I need something because I'm frustrated. I need to buy something because I'm bored. I need to treat myself because my boss said something shitty about me or this and this and this. It was always about not treating yourself because I deserve it and I'm celebrating it, but out of frustration, negativity. And I was watching it and I was always wondering like, why do I um, barely have women sitting here who who tell me like, you know what? I don't need anything. I'm, I'm fine. I, I actually like my face. Those are like maybe 10% of the women or I really had to tell them like, you know what? I don't see any eye bugs. I don't see those pimple what you're talking about. You, are you sure you need the 20th lipstick? Because I know you bought 19 before this month, you know? So the more I would encourage those women and, you know, tell them like, you are just beautiful. You are just stressed. Are you sure you want to buy this right now? because um, you're stressed or just because, I don't know. And I would see the sales would go down, but I would encourage the women and they would tell me like, Anna, you're so honest. Thank you for stopping uh, me from buying this. And um, I was like, this is interesting. This is really interesting. The worse they feel, the more they would buy. And at one point, two years ago, I was in a point where I said, I don't want to 
actually, I don't want to give products out anymore. <laughs> like I want to sit there and encourage them and tell them they're so beautiful just as they are. And even on a Friday after a hard week, I will tell them like, look at yourself. You are glowing. You're a hardworking mom and you're working part-time. And now you're preparing the, your birthday from your little daughter and look at you. You don't need that product. Like right. you can come for eyebrows because that's what I do. But are you sure you need those products? Like, Right, oh, no, right. Yeah, you're sure. And, so that's what I figured out. Right. And, and, and Joe, you work in a similar industry. Is, you know, do, you, do you see the, the same thing on, on your end? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I think, you know, when I was just listening to, it's Annabella, right? I want to say your name correctly. Anna, just Anna. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, listening to Anna, Anna speak, it, it's true, right? It's, it's, you know, based off of culture, based off of society, we are it's kind of by default taught how to not love ourselves, right? And um, we begin to be more critical about our image and like, like who we are. And that just carries on into, you know, the later, the later, the ladder of our lives. And so for sure, when people, when ladies or men come into the salon, it's, it's interesting for me. Um, I'm not in the salon full time, but like when I was, it's interesting to hear the conversations of, how people are just so critical of themselves. And, you know, it's just, it's just something that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Mel, when you, when you come across the, the, I guess the idea of self-love from a personal standpoint, how do you go about, um, I guess this is going to sound weird, but like self-loving yourself, <laughs> you know, how do you, how do you, how do you approach that on, on, on a personal level? Well, um, Similar to Anna, I completely understand um, where she's coming from, where she talks about women coming into, you know, um, to, to buy makeup and things like that. Um, for me personally, um, I always tell myself to always be gentle with myself. Um, when it comes to self-love, it's hard. I know it's hard for a lot of people to try to forget the one thing that I think a lot of us do is self-judgment. And so when you have a lot of that kind of feeling, yes, it is definitely hard to, you know, switch it up and do the opposite, which is self-love. So what I like to do is um, when it comes to self-love, I like treating myself, whether it's, you know, a special meal, whether it's spending time with friends, you know, things like that, anything to try and get myself feeling good about myself, just feeling, just feeling good. Because I feel at the end of the day, if you are feeling good in general, it's going to definitely help you feel good about yourself. Um, I think that, you know, self-love is very, very, very important. Um, If you have self-love, it's easier to love others. Mm. You know, if, if you struggle with that, sometimes that goes into um, other types of relationships, you know, parents, significant other kids. Um, so, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's very important for all of us to really work on that because I guarantee you, all of us as human beings aren't self-loving ourselves all day, every day. <laughs> Lord, Lord, no, Lord knows I have my moments sometimes where I'm like, nope, Kyra, stop it, yeah. stop it, stop it. <laughs> Yeah, um, so like what Anna was saying, I think it's, you know, I think self-love is something that we all need to really think about and um, every day, every okay. day. Yeah. Because, and, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and, and Faith, for, from, from your angle, you get to talk with people pretty much every day. I mean, you, whether it's hearing from people or uh, are people commenting on your stuff or are you, you're like one of the most extroverted people that I know, <laughs> you know, and just getting to talk with people. Um, is this something that you come across a lot? Like just like just people just kind of looking down on themselves and not being able to love themselves? It's, sometimes I feel like it's all I come across, mm. you know, because when you're the person that, that um, is willing to kind of stop and listen and, redirect and kind of try to reroute someone and you know you kind of you become that safe place for people you see a lot of the pain you know and I think a lot of that lack of love as I'm hearing everybody talk and I'm thinking about how I um it's not that I didn't love myself it's that I didn't feel confident about loving myself because I wasn't sure who myself was and I think that goes back to what Anna said about kind of childhood and how we're shaped, you know, it's like as children, we're not encouraged to, or, or, or I wasn't, you know, it seemed to have been, you know, the things you're supposed to do and the patterns you're supposed to go in and what you're supposed to be good at, what, you know, things are so dictated and kind of, and then now these kids, I mean, they're introduced to the idea of an influencer. That wasn't a thing when we, when we have commercials and people on TV, if you got to watch it, but and the people you were influenced by were the people around you. It's a whole different ballgame now. We're influenced by the world on the daily, by the minute, you know? And so for me, self-love was knowing who I was and then, and then being good with who I was and being comfortable and confident about putting that person out there and then being able to handle whatever comes when I have to look back and say, no, wait. I know who I am. I'm confident about that. I'm good with it. I'm going to love me whether, whether you do or not. Like that's right. And no, I I love that. And, and, and after hearing all of those, those, those comments, you know, what can somebody do, you know, if they, if they are struggling with, with self-love right now? I think first start to, to like yourself, (laughs) 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 to really, you know, start being grateful for everything Stand in front of the mirror and just start to say, thank you for my nose, which helps me to smell delicious food. Thank you for my eyes, where I can see beautiful things. Thank you for my fingers, you know, working and I can touch and write or whatever type messages to my loved ones. Maybe start with simple things. And then first of all, be grateful for what you are and what you have and focus first on that and start liking yourself. That's a, a good step. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I, I love all of your answers. And what's funny is that um, I, I've come across so many um, people that struggle with this, which is what the people that I talk about or that, that I talk with. And even myself, from a personal standpoint, I always have to like remind myself to love myself as much as I mm-hmm. love other people because I'm mm-hmm. just as important and I can't pour from an empty glass sometimes. Yeah. Right. So I always have to like, just remind myself sometimes, is that something that you guys have to do as well? I think, absolutely. I think, I think think this entire conversation is, is an ongoing process in my opinion. Right. And I think there's Mm -hmm. layers, just like an onion, right. Where you hit different stages of life and have to like relearn kind of who you are and then give yourself that grace and that love to be able to get to that next level. So absolutely. You know, I think it, how do we, do we lose Joe? Uh-oh. 
I think we lost him. Frozen. We lost Joe. We lost Joe. Uh-oh. It is all good. He'll come. He'll come back. He'll come back. So uh, what's funny is that he uh, he uh, he was actually part of. The, oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> all right. Let's let's move let's move closer to the internet. Sorry, sorry about Joe, that. Joe, the internet is everywhere. <laughs> the internet is everywhere, Joe. Um, all right. So while while he's while he's getting himself uh, there, I want to go. To, I want to talk about uh, handling negativity. Now, um, Mel, I'm going to jump to you here um, because okay. you are you are the CEO of Positivity. <laughs> um, so I want to talk a little bit about negativity because this is something that sure. I, I think we find ourselves surrounded with all of the time. Uh, Absolutely. Talk about how can how can negativity affect somebody's life? Um, well, um, it it depends. Um, it depends on someone's mindset and where they're at. Um, um, some people can handle it fine. Some people um, break down and, and it, sometimes it destroys them. So it really depends on each individual's mindset. Um, I always, you know, say, um, ignore it. I know how hard that is sometimes, um, especially if you're, especially with social media. Um, you have, there's always going to be someone or you know, who, who says something, um, you know, tries to bring you down, you know, all these different things. Um, the one thing that I try to tell people is just realize that I would say a lot of the times the negativity is not about you. It's about them. So, um, if you try to remember that and say, Hey, you know, whatever you've said, whatever you've done um, is just really triggering someone else. Um, you, I could say something as positive as possible, completely loving and every, you know, and most people will be like, Oh, that's great. You know, A, B, C, D, and F. And then you'll have that one person <laughs> who's like, I don't agree with that or, you know, whatever that might be. And, um, and so I ignore it, yeah. you know, I'm trying to, Try, trying to put the fire out, so to speak, um, in my experience, just does not work, you know? Um, so I just say, ignore it, you know? Um, if you don't give it attention, it'll go away. Right. And, right. and like I say, um, a lot of the times, negativity coming from uh, someone else or, you know, any kind of negativity feeling um, is because of um, what they're going through, um, what their mindset is. Right. And uh, m- most times has nothing to do with you. And so if you remember that, it's a lot easier to intake, um, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, just ignore it. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> just ignore it. <laughs> right. Now, and then, and yeah. Faith, for you, um, with the negativity that life can bring our way sometimes, how do you go about battling this, this, I'll call it a, a, a plague of negativity that we see every day, especially on social media. That we, I think we mentioned that before. What do we do to, to com- what do you do to combat negativity? In those moments, it's when I have to get the closest to myself. Because I saw someone comment the other day. They were like, you've, it was someone on social. Actually, it was Jackson's tips. Let me give credit. Mm. credit oh. It was Jackson's tips. It is. It was Jackson. He said, if you take a look back and you think about 
all the things that, for instance, I put a video up the other day about, um, uh, it was the sound, use this audio and don't say anything. And I put on my Miami starter jacket back from the, the, the early 90s and pulled out a scrunchie in my caboodle. And it was a big joke. But in the caption, I had written starter jacket or whatever. And this dude comes on and he's like, you didn't do it right. You didn't do it right. And maybe if you would have done it right, they would have given you more lights. And I was like, I just, I, Joe, Joe was with me. I sat down and I looked at him and I was like, look at I just kind of laughed. I, and I, went, I was like, I'm so sorry that upset you. I mean, like, really, that was my response. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry that upset you. And then I just laughed and moved on because I didn't, because it didn't matter to me what he had said. Now, had somebody come on and said something that had triggered an insecurity in me, and that was his point. He's like, hey, let's not even be mad at these haters. Let's take these as the opportunities to look at ourselves and say, well, why did that bother me? Do I? Exactly. You know, I had a family member that used to say, why are you feeling so, why are you being so defensive? Are you feeling attacked? You know, so it's like, well, so for me, it's, I have to look at myself and say, okay, why does this bother me? And then after I ask myself, why does it bother me? Then I have to answer the question, should it bother me? Is there, you know, is there a reason why, if so, is there something that I have to do? But I try not to, the more I ask myself that question and kind of face the demons, if you will, the more confident I can be maybe something like that six months ago when I had just gotten on TikTok and I had no idea what I was doing. There's a person out there that, that would go, I didn't do it right. Oh, I'm never doing it again. Oh, I didn't do it right. I didn't do it right. I'm not going to do it anymore. There's somebody out there that that would have affected. It just wasn't me, you know? So I think it kind of all comes back to where you are. Right. Really just knowing, knowing your truth and being able to say, yeah, that's, that's not my, that's not my truth. That's right. not who I am. That's not, that's not something I want to engage with. Right. Know? And really like back, to, I think it all goes back to self-love. I think every bit of this initial, like I think if everyone in the world knew who they were, knew what their purpose was, had the intention of staying close to that and being kind, we would not, we wouldn't need a good vibes panel. We'd be freaking the trolls movie. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it would be a thing. Don't threaten me with a good time, Faith. I'll watch the trolls movie with all of y'all. <laughs> We're all a different string, you know. <laughs> it appears my accent would make me the Western string, but it's not necessarily. That's hilarious. <laughs> Joe, do you on so like on your your TikTok and Instagram? It's all about positivity. Do you run into negativity on 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 your stuff? Man, surprisingly enough, I'm. Uh, I'll just have to say I'm lucky. I haven't run run into to too many people who have just hit me with some backlash now i've seen some but to everybody's point in here i think well i actually love what faith just said i you know this is gonna sound weird but i think life is one big game of perspective um i think in those moments when you receive any kind of negativity it, it becomes your best teacher because then you have to ask yourself why is this thing affecting me the way that it is you know and usually with negativity i've already conditioned myself to believe that if someone has is willing to put out bad in the world, they have to be dealing with some stuff inside of them. And so I try to be a little bit more understanding. Um, and obviously, you know, it, it, it didn't happen overnight. I think it's been years and years of me just, I'm a big believer of the subconscious mind and like really training that muscle because I think 95% of like how we operate is subconscious. 
And so Absolutely. the more we can feed our, our minds of like who we actually are, I think the easier it is for us to go out into the world and be able to like handle certain situations. And so that's something that I'm really trying to master in my life. And back to your question, like I haven't really seen so much, which means that probably a lot's coming. But um, I'm, pre- I'm just doing my best to prepare for it every single day. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I'm actually doing the same exact thing because I haven't, I haven't come across too much on, on especially on my TikToks yet. But right. I know that I at, at some either. point, yeah, yeah. At, at some point I know it's, I know it's coming. I know that this, because I see some of the other big, big time creators, you know, put up some of the comments that they get sometimes. And I'm just like, oh man, I know it's coming. I but know look, it's coming. But look, and I'm sure you, you would agree with me, Kai, and everybody in here. What can someone tell you that you haven't already told yourself? Because we're, we're our harshest critics, right? And so Absolutely. like the, I'm sitting back and I'm just laughing because I put out posts before where I'm like, oh man, like I, this could happen. This can go this way or someone can interpret it and think this thing. And it didn't happen, but I've already, I've already prepared myself for it because I've already had that conversation. So yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I'm, you know, just taking it day by day. Yeah. And, and Anna, on, on, from, from your perspective, um, I'm curious what, what, what you see, you know, outside of the United States, right? So as, as in, in your country, after, after hearing, you know, the way that some of the people in the United States, you know, kind of, um, I guess, approach each other with negativity sometimes, is it the same way uh, over by you as well? Is it, is it just that, hey, we're all humans and we all have the same mindset? Or is, or is this like a, like a sectional thing, you know? Are like we a, worse? <laughs> yeah, are we worse? Are we bad? How I bad are we? really real about this. What do y'all really think about us? <laughs> okay, like you really want to know the truth. No. Do you mean in social media now? Yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, we can focus on social media. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so there are, well, I haven't experienced any negativity on social media, I must say. Not yet. And, um, but I do, cause I work in a department store and I do meet many, many different humans and, um, I do meet negative people or also personally who attack me. And what I've learned is that it's never about me. They never mean me because they don't know me. Those are strangers attacking me. And so I learned during those years to stay calm and to see where they come from. So what I've learned specifically about racism, because I always mostly get attacked because I'm Asian. <laughs> I don't look German. <laughs> um, although I have a German name, my, my stepdad is a German and I grew up in Germany. I speak with no accent German. And, but still they say like, you know, I get those racist comments. And so I learned that they grew up and they got taught to be like that. And um, I come with, with compassion. And um, like, they, they just know the, their world like this. And um, they just need to learn another perspective. So I don't go with hate against them or, you know, put fire on fire. So I'd rather I just um, say, well, I see we don't, we're not on the same vibe. Let me get you someone else to help you out. It's, That's it's insane. Fine. That's, it's, it's crazy to, to just know that in 2020, and we're seeing this blatantly all over the world right now, just how prevalent racism is. Yeah. And we now have to find this delicate balance of what you mentioned, Anna, compassion 
And then what, um, what Faith mentioned in regards to looking at, your, at yourself, you know, because I saw, I saw that Jackson tip. I, I saw that when he was talking about when somebody, you know, puts that kind of stuff out there, like, how do you internalize that? How much of that is you? And how much of that is them? And how do you find like this delicate middle ground to navigate that? And that's hard. And well, I can said it's perspective. It's like mm-hmm. what you said so, part of it is them and part of it is me. Somebody felt the need to say that because mm-hmm. of something. And you felt the need to be affected by it because mm-hmm. of something. Because of its perception, which goes back to, you know, our surroundings and our circumstances and what we've been you know, my perception is going to be different because of the things that I've been through based on the things that you've been through, you know, like something that doesn't trigger me might trigger you. You just don't mm-hmm. you have to see people. And I think that's, yeah. we're so, we don't know ourselves, so we can't see people because we can't see us. You know, I think if we were more confident about who we were mm-hmm. then we could take who we are confidently. And Joe and I talk about this a lot. It's something him and Courtney talk about. If I'm not in a, re- if I'm not in a good place, I limit the, 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 play, the, the opportunities I have to put myself in a position where I don't yeah. want to react the way I want to, to put something out there. Right. You know, if I feel like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an, we all have our days and our moments, you know? So if I feel like I'm vulnerable in that regard, I'm not necessarily going to go put myself in a situation where I might be quick to react and then have to look back later and be like, I'm so sorry. That wasn't about you. I didn't mean to do that. I was having a exactly. moment. You did this and I said this and, oh gosh, I didn't mean to do that at all. I was just having a bad day. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No, that, 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 and, and that brings up a good point. And, and Mel, to kind of to wrap this segment up, with, you know, going back to you, after, after hearing, you know, what everybody has to say there, what, what, what do you want to conclude with here? Um, I absolutely absolutely agree with everyone. Um, you know, we are all, we're, we're all, you know, going through things as positive as, as someone is. Um, we are human. We do go through changes. We do have triggers. Uh, um, like everyone says, um, going back to self-love, um, and going, you know, thinking about self-love and negativity, um, you know, just, uh, like Joe was saying, you know, your subconscious mind holds a lot. I mean, it can hold things from your childhood that you don't even realize. And so when, when negativity starts to trigger you or, um, you know, and, and I know I said to try to ignore it, but then, but that's, I've worked really hard to, um, with my mindset. So I'm able to ignore it. I know a lot of people aren't. So, um, you know, just, just, just try to be gentle with yourself. Um, yeah, I feel like no response is the best response. Going back to, because uh, uh, I because I have actually seen other um, uh, very um, highly regarded uh, TikTok accounts who have actually called out Jackson Tips. And I've seen his response. And what I love about him is he turns it around in such a positive way. Um, with with a response that um, that is brilliant you know if you if you do feel like responding to a a negative comment um, especially on social media you know respond with love you know respond respond with love because 
um, you'd be surprised um, how that type of response will actually um, affect, you know, the person being negative. I've, right. I've seen it. I've seen it even with myself where um, I've gotten, um, as I'm growing and growing on TikTok, I am getting, a, it's far and few between, but I am getting some here and there, especially on my positive posts, which is funny. You know, you would, you know, most of the time people love it, but when you do, I respond with love and um, very surprisingly ish. Um, they respond with a thank you. Right. They right. respond with, um, with some love back. Right. It's funny. It's funny how that yeah. works sometimes. Because I actually, I literally, like, I was talking to, with a friend of mine the other day, and uh, and they were like, I had to put you on mute on Facebook. I was like, why? And they were they were <laughs> like, because you're just because you're just positive all the time, and it's annoying. <laughs> that's what she said. Yo, that's that's like literally where I want to go. That's literally <laughs> where I want to go because you know, out of the feedback that I've gotten, that has been that could be perceived as negative. You know, I received a comment from a gentleman who I've spoken to uh, several times. Uh, we're good. But one of the things that I think a lot of people are confused about is like, how do you define positivity? You know, they see people like ourselves who have practiced, have put in the work, and we more times than not are able to smile and like really share our love. And so people think like, oh, positivity is like always, like it's all peachy, it's all smiles, and it's all like, like it's a good day every day and i'm like no like in my opinion like let's let's get let's get real clear about what the definition of positivity is positivity in my opinion is the the ability to not necessarily smile but to know that you are you are in a place where you can grow from it like you can, you you're willing to grow from whatever situation Right. And look on the look, look for the brighter side of things. Like, in my opinion, that's what it is. It's not necessarily having a, a jolly day every single day. And so I kind of butchered the definition. I had a great definition earlier, but I kind of way to mess it up. Joe. Way to mess it up. That, there we go. <laughs> okay. um, but no, but, but it makes perfect sense. Perseverance. Do you know? Almost. Yes, it is. It is. Exactly. Like, it is. Yeah, it it's is. like perseverant optimism. Do yes. You know? like, right. Op, op, being optimistic about it. For sure. There you go, buddy. Let the let the record show that we so easily seamlessly seg uh, uh, segued into the positivity segment, and I'm so proud of y'all. I am so proud of y'all for doing that. I didn't even have to introduce it; it just kind of happened. I was gonna go to Joe with the question anyway, and he's just like, "I got it from here, bro." <laughs> <laughs> but it's but true like, though. Like, I'm re I'm really passionate about that because yeah. like it, it it does affect me when I'm putting out content. I'm like. I don't want people to ever be confused that I'm trying to sit here and say, you need a smile every single day to your point, Mel, you know, we are humans. We do have yeah. triggers. We have things that are going to, you know, affect us in a certain way, but I don't know what book it was when I, that I was reading, maybe Dale Carnegie's how to influence friends or whatever that book is, but it's, can we work towards being more responsive than reactive? Mm. And I think yeah. the more we practice this art of self-love, the more we become more responsive and we're humans though. Like things are going to happen to yeah. where we're going to be triggered certain ways, but yeah, it's important. It's, it's fun. I, I, I'll never, I don't know if I'll ever understand. I mean, and maybe this is just me, but I'll, I don't think I'll ever understand how somebody can be mad at me for being so positive. <laughs> but like, but I guess the, the one thing that they, cause I did have a conversation with them and I was like, so wait, why, why is it that you felt the need to 
put me on mute, you know? And she said something very interesting, and I want to get your thoughts on this, and, and, and Faith, I'll go to you first. She said that sometimes my positivity doesn't feel genuine, that I have created such a persona online that people have either been attracted to or, or cling on to or often go to when they're having a bad day that I feel, she feels that I have to, that I feel that I always have to be on, right? That I always have to be on at all times. So like, it's not genuine because it's not possible for a human being to be that happy and that positive all the time to Joe's point. Um, but like, that's also part of my journey Cause like, I think a, a bunch of us have said so far, like we put, we've put in this work, we've gone through some stuff that we're able to take these things that bother us or the things that we go through and just like find a way to not spin it, but just like use it for our advantage and push it out to others. And hopefully other people can grasp onto it as, as well. Um, Faith, what, what are your thoughts on that? So many thoughts. <laughs> um, I think in a situation like that, it's, it's naive to look at your Facebook and say, you chose to, this isn't, a, this isn't Big Brother where there's a 24-hour feed of you. This is what you made the choice to present to the world, which was positive where someone yeah. else made the choice. So I, I mean, I would, in my mind, I would think, I don't know who this person is, but I have those people that I think would say that to me where I can look at what they put out there and it's sparking controversy or, you know, complaining or look, I'm not saying I don't complain or do something that's controversial or whatever else it is. However, I never make the choice to put that on display. Because it's just not. Like, how does it help, right? I don't think it helps anybody. So to look at you and say, oh, your positivity is, you know, may, I would argue that that individual, for whatever reason, maybe just resents the fact that they don't want to feel that kind of positivity. Because there was a point, you know my story, Joe knows my story. I have a, I have, I'm, I'm a, a complex post-traumatic stress disorder survivor. And I can remember a point in therapy, in trauma therapy, where they looked at me and said, you were the judge. He said, you can be as upset as you want to be for as long as you want to be. That's your right. You have to walk through this. You have to feel it. You have to heal. However, you were the judge, you were the jury, and you were the jailer. And the keys out of that prison are grace and forgiveness. And you have to go and unlock yourself and let yourself out to feel joy and to live your life. And when you decide to do that, you'll go do it. And I remember feeling so offended. I remember walking out of that therapy session and being like, you mean I'm doing this to myself? What you think I'm trying to torture myself? Right? Why would you say that to me? And then I had to really take a step back and look. And he said, you know, because in my particular situation, I had a lot of guilt because of my mom got killed on the way to my house when I was 37 weeks pregnant with my first child in a car accident. There was a lot of guilt. And he looked at me at a point. He said, okay, let's play the game. Let's say somebody killed someone and they got a, you know, they had, they were supposed to serve 10 years and they served 10 years when their 10 years was up. Had they not served their time? Had justice not been served? He was like, how long are you going to punish yourself? At what point 
do you have to stop punishing yourself and can justice be served to you so you can go and live your life or are you going to live in this prison forever you know for every person in every situation that's different but i think we kind of put ourselves in a prison sometimes and it's not necessarily the fault of that person they've been through so through so much they put themselves there to stay safe but at a point you have to come out of that and say i don't live in a prison i'm going to choose joy and I'm going to be positive enough and affirm it to where it becomes my truth. And that's just not their truth. Right. And, and you know, yeah. and it's yours. Yeah. Um, Anna, from, from your standpoint, um, how has embracing positivity changed your life? Oh, wow. It's, <laughs> it saved me because I've been through a really tough time during my childhood. Because uh, like for 11 years, I got sexually abused by my stepdad. And so to stay positive, to stay grateful, always helped me to love every day and to not see the world as a dark place, to not see every man as a threat, to always say, no, there are many beautiful things outside of this house I grew up in. And um, so positive, having a positive mindset being grateful and um, really saved me to not get into a deep depression and um, really helped me to stay, what do you say that? Stay sane. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. positive, having a positive mindset is my life savior together with also appreciating myself and, and for doing the forgiveness work and um, gratitude practices every day since my childhood. Right, right. I, it's, I, I love I, people think I, 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 I nerd out when it comes to positivity because, like, I don't think people realize how like it's changed my life so much. Mm-hmm. And I can like every single person that is on this screen right now, it has changed their life for the better. And it's not; it doesn't come without work, but it's it's so worth every second, every ounce of effort that you put into it. Every time that you say, "I'm going to look at this in a positive way somehow," I'm going to do it. And the beautiful thing is that, and you all kind of um, started talking about this, um, so I, I kind of want to use this moment to segue into our our our, our next moment. And 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 Faith, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to ask. I'm going to kind of ask you all like the same question and and we'll keep it we'll keep it fairly brief here because we don't need to you know go into like specific detail about you know a a lot of things here but i do want people to understand the work that all of us have put into how we are the way that we are right now right um and this is about our own personal struggles the personal uh uh troubled waters that each of us have had to navigate and at no point are we sitting here saying, hey, our life is worse than yours, so you should be thankful. No, like, no, no, no. If anything, we want you to know, hey, we feel you. We've been through some shit too. And we hope that you can take something from our story and maybe hopefully apply it to your story and grow and learn. And hopefully this will help you, uh, you know, become uh, feel better about yourself and, and, and your situation. So I'm going to kind of ask all of you just to kind of briefly talk about um, your, a, a personal struggle that you have gone through and how you have come out of it. Faith, I'll start with you. Um, I was a high school teacher. I have a, I got a bachelor's degree in history and then secondary education certification and was teaching high school. 
um, got my master's and, you know, was teaching high school. And that was when my mom got killed. I was, she was on her way to my house. I was 37 weeks pregnant with my first child and she just never made it. And um, uh, I don't think I was a not positive person, but I did have a lot of stuff from childhood and a lot of insecurities and just really not having a true appreciation for who I was, you know? And, and I can remember um, the night that my mom died sitting in the hospital and just saying out loud, I don't want to do this and I can't, you know, I don't know who I am because I kind of, I lost my identity because it was in everything that wasn't me, you know, and it took me until 38 to kind of get to the point where I could finally understand who I really was. But the kicker is I would have never ended up here had I not gone through that. Um, so what I thought, you know, I can see myself laying on the floor of an emergency room, confident, 100% confident that I would never be okay again. And that joy was not an option for me. And after about five years of never feeling that let up at all, it became my truth. And that's what I started to accept. Never understanding that trauma was even a thing. It was like, I'm not depressed. I'm not, you know, I, I didn't understand until this person just walks up to me out of the blue and tells me you're in trauma. And so I start to heal. I'm doing like really intense EMDR therapy where you walk inside of your subconscious. You're talking about the power of the subconscious. I know what the power of the subconscious is because I've walked inside of my subconscious and, and moved things around. And the most important thing that I learned is that every time you have an experience, you have a, a memory, something happens you take it and you box it up and you put it away somewhere. And every time you pull it out and you share it or you, whatever, you contextualize it a little bit differently. You think about it, you, you learn things, you process, and then you box it back up and you put it away. But it's like a game of telephone. Every time you put that memory away and bring it back and put it away and bring it back, it doesn't go back in the same way. It doesn't come back out the same way. And we have the power to take these experiences and these memories and process them and look at them and desensitize ourselves to them and, and put them back in a way where we can learn from them and heal. And there's nothing that you can, if you're sitting here, and Steve Harvey says this, I can't take the credit, you have survived 100% of your worst days because you're here. And so, you know, my biggest takeaway was for any part, that's been the biggest thing for me, kind of sharing my trauma and the search for joy and being able to find it and being able, how many people have sent me the most impactful messages I ever get are somebody that says, seeing where you were and then seeing where you are gives me hope that although I'm not there, I can be. And that's the thing I say to people. It's, it's okay that you're not okay, but it's not okay to not want to be. You know, you don't have to be okay right now. That's okay. Because not everything is good. You know, sometimes things are not good. You can't control it. But how the fact that you want to get up and fight and you want to be positive and you want to make that effort. And that's why I'm thankful for kind of the accountability for TikTok and the, you know, like those days where I don't want to do it and I push myself to find the positive and to go and put it out there. And for me, that's like an exercise in continuing my journey. That's the choice I'm making. I could get up and say, screw everybody. I feel like crap and I'm mad, but that's not what I want to go say. I want to go say something that's going to encourage me as, as much as it does you, because this is, 
life is crazy. You don't know yeah. what you're going to get. But I will never, I can't tell you that nothing else bad will happen. But, you know, we've been dealing with the journey with my brother-in-law and cancer and all of this. And what I can say is that no matter what happens, I will never look up and say, I cannot be okay. Right. Because I know that that's a lie. And that's a bit of hope that's huge because I know that healing is possible. You know, that it's always possible to heal. It is always possible to find your joy. Right. You know? No, and I appreciate you sharing that story. Mel, I want to go over to you. Um, what about you? Want to talk about a personal struggle that you've come out of? Uh, well, okay, let's see. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel you on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, many, but I will, I will, I will, um, one particular one. So, um, I went through a, quite a rock bottom, um, moment, moments, um, back in 2015. Um, I went through, um, a breakup and as well as, um, I've got, I got arrested, um, and all these different things. It was like very, very rock bottom for me. Um, just lots of changes and, um, going through that, um, it's funny cause it, th this all happened around in winter ish of 2015. And, um, I know this is going to sound crazy, but, uh, Christmas Eve, I was alone. Um, my kids were with their dad and then, um, they're going to come over on Christmas day. I sat there alone, wallowing in my bad choices and where my mindset was. And for some odd reason, the movie Eat, uh, Eat Pray, Love came on. Now, I watched this movie years ago with Love my friends movie. in a theater. I've also read the book. <laughs> so when it came on and I watched it, it was a, I had a whole different perspective of that movie than when I originally watched it as well as when I read the book. So, um, and like I said, this is gonna sound crazy, but in that moment, right then and there, changed my life. And I started this positivity journey, January, 2016. And I've been on it ever since. That's when I started, well, I've always been on, on Instagram. I was there from the beginning because like I said, I did Google analytics and all as a job, as a career. And all that, um, I was part of a web and graphic design company for eight years. So I, I did some CEO, uh, SEO work, things like that. So I was always on Instagram. But 2016 is when I started doing this whole positivity mindset, subconscious, your conscious mind, things like that um, in 2016. Yeah. That's, how, that's how this whole positivity um, uh, thing, I guess, <laughs> happened to me um, on Instagram um, I've, you know, I've moved and maneuvered, you know, back and forth with all different types of, of, of positivity, um, with, with, uh, my account, I was able to grow it through that. I've gone through my, uh, mindfulness courses. I, you know, I share my courses that I've, you know, that I've gone through, um, on my Instagram. Um, and so, yeah, you know, here's the thing really is we're, always, we're always going to go through something. We're always going to have struggles. We're always going to have some sort of moment or situation. Um, there's always going to be something that is completely out of your control um, that is going to happen to you till you're 
60, 80 years old. Um, but if we can really learn, like going through this whole positivity thing, um, you know, certain situations, certain um, events that happen, especially ones that are out of your control, it, it would be a lot easier to um, manage, not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, um, when you can get into that positivity mindset. You know, I know that certain things that I've gone through, um, especially last year, um, I was able, able to maneuver, like maneuver it, you know, going through it um, in a much healthier, better way than five years ago, 10 years ago, I would have, you know, I would have been a complete wreck if I went through the exact same um, situations back then, you know? So yeah, you might not see that. um, You might not see all the growth and all the progression that you've done throughout, like for me, for the last four years, you're not going to see that every day, but you know, when things happen and you know, something I got, you know, someone, someone hit my car, you know, as an example, um, in, uh, 2017, I had no car. Um, I looked at it as well, you know, maybe this is the universe saying you need a new car <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I got a new car yeah. out of it, you know? Um, so, um, would I have, would I have, um, proceeded that way, you know, going through that, you know, many years ago, no, you know, so like I said, it, we're always going to be going through things. Um, right. We're supposed to, we're, that's part of us being humans. That's how we evolve. That's how we grow. You go through certain things, you learn from it, you know, and, and, and then you're good again and then you'll go through things and um, you know, and it's not a bad thing. Actually, yeah. I find it as a very great thing. Yeah. It's, it's a way for you to grow and mm-hmm. evolve and, um, and keep learning. Yeah, absolutely. Joe, yeah. I want, Joe, I want to hop one over, over to you. Talk about your, your personal, your personal struggle and how you came out of that. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's definitely a loaded question because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm all over the place right now, but I just want to say, <laughs> I want to say, yeah, exactly. I want to say real quick how refreshing this, this conversation is. I just had a moment of like, uh, this is, this is like, like therapeutic and and refreshing to hear you know especially at where i'm at in my life right now so i was i was going to use this moment to say thank you to everybody who's sharing um you know it's this is going to be a crazy statement right here like it is unbelievable to me how unfortunate and fortunate it is to not realize how much certain circumstances in your life shape who you are like i've been bullied I've, I've gone through heartbreak. I've hurt other people. You know, I've done things that I regret. Um, I've, 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 uh, I've, uh, faced, you know, life where I was the most insecure and like all that baggage, you know, I, I carry that weight through life. And, um, I don't even know why I'm sharing all that. But I do want to say this. So back in 2016, um, and I know exactly why I'm sharing it, I realized that, number one, basketball was uh, a tool in my life that helped me kind of develop who I am as a man. 
And so when I graduated college in 2010 and I had to like, like pretty much give up the sport and enter into adulthood of like the real world, I kind of lost um, who, a sense of who I was. I didn't know who I was. And so from everything I've experienced through life, I kind of felt myself carrying all that weight into this new world, this new arena that I'm playing in. And uh, back in 2016, when I was consulting salons all over the country, what I realized was that I hadn't, I hadn't addressed every single thing, every single circumstance that I needed to address to be able to get to the next level of my life. Does that make sense? Like I, I felt like my leadership wasn't there. I felt like, um, and it's kind of like, um, I wanted to say your statement, Faith, you just taught me. It's like half a dozen or six eggs, right? It's half a dozen. I, I didn't use it right, but it's kind of like that, that <laughs> catch 22. <laughs> um, I, I kind of realized, it's like when you're driving, right? If you're not willing to literally dust off the rear view mirror and like look yourself, look your, look at your past with a, in, in a reflective mode and really address what's been going on, then I feel like you're not able to grow. And so in 2016, that was the pivotal, pivotal moment for me. I, I was in a career where, you know, it, it wasn't like it was a bad career or I didn't like it. I just can tell that I wasn't being authentic to myself. And so I decided to leave that career alone. As crazy as it sounded, you know, I had, you know, Courtney, my girlfriend was uh, getting ready to give birth to our twins. Um, we just, we were just in a very vulnerable position, but I, I promised myself that one thing I wanted to be able to tell my kids um, when they grow up is that I made the decision to be the best version of myself. Mm. And so I literally left that career alone and made a promise that I, w- I was going to be the best human being I could be, regardless of what anybody thought of my decisions. And so that was a real test for me to be able to like stand strong in who I know I am and move forward. And so I wouldn't be here, honestly, at the end of the day, if I, if I didn't choose to choose that. And I'm really, really happy and grateful that I get to sit, you know, with you beautiful human beings and be able to share kind of my story. So. Oh, you, you called, you called me beautiful, Joe. I appreciate that. You know, this is recorded forever, right? Kairos, if you only knew some of the DMs that came to me asking about who you are, you'd be like, all right. If you guys only knew some of the DMs that come to me in general. Oh, that's a whole oh. other, that's a whole other, that's a whole other show, guys. Oh, man, you guys don't oh, we even know. know. No, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't. I've gotten some very interesting, um, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, the people don't, here's the thing. People don't even say hello anymore. They just get straight to the point. I'm like, oh, yeah. is that we're doing it? Okay. <laughs> I'm good though. Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, Anna, um, to, to, to kind of just like wrap up this segment, I, I know, I, I appreciate the story that you, um, that you told, that you told earlier. Um, and I, I can't even imagine how difficult that story is to, to tell now. How, how do you how do you handle that among other things that you've went through and and and, and use that to push yourself up and out throughout the the rest of your life well first of all i um i only got used to tell my story like a couple of months ago to be so open about it because i've been i've done the healing work and um really see it as a strength 
and um, as a lesson and then um, to see it as I it's not I'm sharing it because it's not about you know putting me in the spotlight but to really show a perspective on someone like hey I healed myself by having a growth mindset by um, developing my personality myself and doing the forgiveness practice gratitude practice loving myself every day and to see myself more as a student and not as a victim of everything that happened to me and that's why I'm I'm I can now really talk openly about it and um, yeah just give hope to someone to one person a day like yeah. talking about that's it. and that's my goal too like I tell people yeah. all the time if I can if I can affect one person all of this work that I do it is it is worth it because yeah. like because like every every Saturday like this is a weekend for me a weekend for me is legit working like on all all the stuff that I put out during the week I spend my weekends writing those blogs and and filming these videos and all this stuff that's my weekend every single weekend um and i'm like and i always say to myself if one, if this gets through to one person it is so worth it telling my story or trying to to um help other people in some way just from personal experience uh and to anna, and anna i know that's what you're what you're pretty much alluding to right there is that you know using your story to help somebody else at least one person it makes this journey worth it right that's what you're yeah. saying right absolutely yeah 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 and oh man 2020 2020 is is quite the year obviously um for things to happen i, I joke all the time but i'm not even joking anymore i'm legit waiting for the aliens to show up at this point <laughs> like like i'm just waiting for them to be like what's up y'all i heard y'all were going through some shit down here what's good <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so it's hard with that said it's hard for people understandably so to look at 2020 in a positive light right because even i struggle with this sometimes and i know a lot of you as well so i asked this at the end of all of my podcast interviews but i i want to ask it to y'all one last time just one by one and i'll and i'll start with you silver lining for 2020 if somebody is feeling down about 2020 um, what would you say to them if they're listening right now? Don't watch too many news. <laughs> Maybe shorten the time, the amount <laughs> of news you're watching or follow accounts which actually spread positive news. That's what I do because there are also beautiful things happening around us everywhere. Um, shift a little bit your focus. I'm not saying to ignore what's happening outside, but just spend not too much time on it. And rather look also inside of you and appreciate yourself more. And um, everyone you have around you, everything you have, where you're sitting, you get Wi-Fi, you have a cell phone in your hand and you actually get to connect with other humans. There are so many other beautiful things still to be grateful for and to feel joy for. And um, I think many people are waking up right now and shifting their priorities. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing. And you might lose friends, friends, you might lose a job, but maybe this job wasn't meant for you anymore. So door, doors might be closing right now and it feels like really oh, bad, but 
it means that something else is opening up for you, many other opportunities. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Uh, Faith, I'll, I'll go to you next. Kind of strange because for me, 2020 has kind of been, it was almost like a, a reset. Mm, same, same. 2020 has yeah. changed my life. It 100%. Like, I mean, when I, I was taking Joe to the airport and I was like, you know, people are going to look at, you know, at, 2020 and have a story and I'm going to look up and say you know, that's kind of when my my purpose met myself you know I I didn't this moment when everyone else was like oh man I don't want to be quarantined I was like oh okay cool I get to do all of this healing and all of this that's when I started that really intense trauma therapy you know um that's when I started really like super kind of going inside of myself and really healing. And then I found this group of people that were so positive and it was like in the, in the strangest way, it all just kind of, it all just kind of, I found my people, you know, I found my purpose. I found my people. I found, I found myself. I learned to love myself. I, there were things that, you know, I've lost, There are things I've had to let go of that I was holding on to for the wrong reasons and things that I've had to let go of that were just not the best for me. Things that were holding me back. I'm, I'm a recovering people pleaser. I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm, for me, this has been a moment of just clarity. And when I come out of 2020, I'm going to look up and say, that's when I found myself. That's when I became my best self. That's when I found my people. That's when, that's when I found my path, you know? So for me, it was a beginning. So I would just, I don't know, I would just tell them to look at it and say, there's no way you went through this and didn't have a what does it all mean moment. Mm. If you didn't, then I don't really know what to say. You know, so when you looked up and said, what does it all mean? What was the answer to that? What's important? What do you want? You know, because we've all had to make sacrifices and make decisions about what we were going to sacrifice, make decisions about what we wouldn't sacrifice, make decisions you know, this has been a a year of really kind of everyone being seen a little bit, you know, and I just think it's been a really unique opportunity to see the growth and what can happen, you know, and although it sucks. And I know that for me, it's been different than for a lot of people. I get that, you know, Um, but I can't look back on it as anything except for, I'm going to say that was crazy, I'm so glad we all survived it. I hate so much all of the pain that it's brought for so many people. But for me, I can't, I can't love myself and not look back and say, I'm grateful yeah. for have, being forced to sit down and take a look at what mattered and look inside of myself and face everything because I didn't have the distractions of the world there as the option to just, you know, it couldn't distract me anymore from right. what I had to do. Because right. it was like, it's just you and your family. What are you going to do about it now? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and it gave me all of you guys. Let me just say that. Like, I would have never ended up here with these people without all of this. From all like, over the world. Yeah. From like, all over the world. Anything other than just grateful. You know? <laughs> um, Mel, Mel, I'll go over to you. Uh, 2020. Um, how, 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 how can people find the silver linings in, in 2020? Well, I'll start off with 
2019 was my 2020. So <laughs> I have a whole different perspective of 2020. Um, and going back to faith, yeah, actually 2020 has been quite kind to me. So, um, uh, you know, um, like Anna was saying, I think that this year, um, a lot of people are waking up. 2020 is a huge year of lessons, and for everybody, I think it was just a pivotal moment for all of us, all of us, no matter if you've had a great 2020 or a horrific 2020. Um, it was a pivotal moment in, in our world, worldwide, because this is happening worldwide, um, to do exactly what we're all doing. Look at ourselves. Look at how, what our perspectives are with everything that everybody is going, you know, going through. Um, uh, even Anna was saying it, you know, this could be, even though you might feel horrible, you lost your job, you, did, you know, other things happened. Um, this could actually be a huge opportunity that you don't even know that you, you have, you know? So going into 2021, I think, um, you know, cause everybody's like, can't wait for 2021, <laughs> But um, when we do, as if on December thirty first, it's all going to end. The, the virus will be cured. <laughs> exactly, everything's going to be fine. Be different. <laughs> um, but I, but because of that, I honestly think that going into twenty twenty one, I think there will be some changes, and I think there's going to be a lot of changes for the good because we went through all these lessons of twenty twenty. You're going to people. I can see it. I can see it already where people are going to, not not just now, but when we go into twenty twenty, look at it as okay, this is a new opportunity to start new. This is an opportunity to let this go. This is an opportunity to um, move forward, you know? Um, not that we, don't, we can't move forward now, you know? But, um, and I, I've seen some people even personally um, that has actually starting to move on with this whole 2020 fiasco. Um, so yeah, I think the silver lining is knowing that and I say this all the time. I said it on um, our, our podcast um, last weekend. But um, I always say that everything is temporary, good or bad. So, you know, just know that the bad moments, you know, will dissipate. And always be very, 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 very grateful for the good moments. Um, because those won't last either. So I'm very grateful for how 2020 treated me. Because I know I will always be going through things like everybody else. Um, and so I'm very grateful to have the opportunities that I've had this year. Great. I, yeah. I, I love that. Uh, Joe, I'll, I'll, I'll end that with you. With you. Uh, how, how, how are we ending 2020 on a, on a high note, my friend? Yeah, I'm pretty much just going to piggyback off, off of what everybody has been saying already. But I think the opportunity here is like just to be willing to be willing to look inside like and yeah. and challenge yourself to ask what do i want out mm -hmm. of life right and secondly to to be grateful because you know regardless of what anyone's going through there's things that are still working in our favor and i think you know when you're trying to figure yourself out when you're trying to navigate through um through the chaos finding the things that you're grateful for is always in my opinion um an easy way to start 
like loving yourself and start loving life a little bit more. And so like for me, you know, 2020 has been the catalyst. It's been, um, it's been a reminder. It's been the thing that's shown me, uh, it's been a reward as well, right. To tell me that the work that I've been putting in all my life, um, is paying off especially like during these times. And so the big thing for me is just challenge yourself to, to, to go within and ask yourself, what do I want out of life and who am I? And I think that's, that's the best, the best way to kind of get through, get through these times. Something just occurred to me, um, like really thinking, what would I say to someone? I would say every time you have a thought where you say, man, when I can do this, Oh man, when I can do that, when every when I that you write down your when I's, start doing it right now. Every single time you think, man, if I could just do that, but I can't because of the pandemic. And when this is over, don't look up and not go do it. Like don't 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 hold yourself back. Then let's not use this as an excuse and an opportunity to say, oh well, if I could have done that, I would. When you can, go do it. Don't let the feeling that you have right now when you're like, if I could just be with my friends, if I could just whatever. And then when this is all over, not go and, and, and pour into people, not go and try that thing you were going to do, not go and push yourself, you know, to remember how you feel in this moment, write it down so you can look it back later and appreciate where you were. And then the opportunity that you have now, so then you can go for it, you know? Amen. Sorry, Kai, I got to say this last thing. Anna, Anna actually brought it up and we talked about it earlier, but this is really the most important thing I can say. Like if, if, if you're listening right now and you want to take away one thing that I said, it's we are creatures of habit. So start to be really, really intentional about the things that you're consuming, because if you don't even change that, then, you know, you can't really, your actions are going to remain the same. And so if you really want to change, you have to start consuming things that are going to help you think a little a little bit more positive so perfect absolutely i listen i am so my heart is so full right now um because y'all did not let me down let me let me tell you that y'all did not let me down and 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 i hope that people you know got something out of this i know that i did and i i i've got i had the blessing of just inviting these people on and to tell their stories and to and to hear their their mindsets and their ideology and i want to make sure that if you enjoyed what the people that are listening right now if you enjoyed what these four beautiful people are saying you need to go follow them because what you heard right now this is them every day sharing their stories uh sharing their experiences being open honest genuine loving caring welcoming every single last one of these people that you see on your screen right now have all welcomed me into their family uh and their friendship and i i'm thankful and and the beautiful thing is that like i'm nothing special right the way that they treat me they will treat every single last one of you that are listening right now if you hit up uh, mel or faith or joe and anna and be like hey i have i have a thought on this or i have a question about this or what are your thoughts on this like they'll they'll answer you you know they'll they'll talk to you they want to hear your story they want to um in fact if i'm not mistaken joe and, and faith they they spend their lives calling people like literally calling people to <laughs> to hear their stories and to talk with them to, with people that they've never met before ever you know, um, and that's, that's beautiful. So I, I want to make sure that people uh, are able to follow you. So Mel, if you, if people want to follow you, where can they go? 
Um, well, they can go to my Instagram. It's Mel, M-E-L underscore uh, Levy, L-E-A-V-E-Y underscore 111. And on TikTok, Melanie, M-E-L-Y, N-N-I-E underscore 111. Yes, my name's Melanie. Everybody thinks that it's something Hawaiian, but it's not. It's, it's just spelled differently. <laughs> amazing. I love it. Faith, Faith, if, if people want to go follow uh, the kindness just because uh, angel that you are, how can they, uh, how can they come follow you? Oh, it's super easy. Gotta have faith. MC. Yes. Super TikTok easy. TikTok and Instagram and my email um, is faith at gotta have faith mc.com. So that's an easier way of people like really, you really have a question or you want to, I mean, stuff gets lost in my, in my DMs on Same. TikTok. I don't feel like TikTok has a great messaging system. Can no, I just there's, there's, there's three things. There's three things that TikTok needs to improve. So TikTok executives, if you're listening, I'm sure they are, the, which they definitely are obviously, because they listen to my podcast. They're big fans. Uh, the big fans. Um, this is what they need to do. Number one. And we were talking about this, I think on Joe's live the other day, they need to inter- and, and improve their searching, like the way that you can search for videos and people. They need to fix the inbox thing. Right. Uh, Cause that's hard to navigate. And number three, uh, this is not something I hear people talk about a lot, but I think it would be very, very useful. I think that you should be able to get notified yes. when your favorite TikToker yes. puts up a video. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And to be able to bring people onto your lives like you can on IG. Right. With their faces. That's right. right. I know that, I know that that's rolled out in the UK already, but they need to bring it over here. Uh, um, I heard, yeah. I heard that dual lives is going to is going to be in the U.S. quite soon. Oh, I don't know. I don't have a date. I don't know yeah. what the date is, but it could very well be by before the end of this year. I hope uh, so. Uh, dual dual lives on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. Yeah. But I, I, whether I hope so, I am praying to the TikTok gods that that becomes a thing because yeah. I, I I I love that. But yeah, being able to like to, like I want to be notified when Joe posts something and when all of you post something, I want to get a notification that says Joe posted a new TikTok, and I'll be like, all right, let's go. You know, um, uh, Anna, if, they, if people want to come uh, follow you, where can they go? On TikTok and Instagram, it's ambassador of self-love, one word. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and by the way, I'm going to put all of these in the show notes uh, as, as well. And throughout the show, you, you have seen their names and their uh, handles at the bottom as well. Uh, Joa Tang, you have probably the easiest of all of them. Uh, how can people yeah, go follow you? It's super easy. Just Joa Tang, like orangutan, but without the orang. That's how you spell the orangutan. You just made it more difficult. Because now, now people are like, people are like, how do you spell orangutan? Because like orangutan is not spelled normal. It's spelled weird. Is it? All right, I take that back. So it's just Joe Atang. And, uh, so, so you can find me. I'm, I'm everywhere with that name on socials. Or you can just text me, 832-400-1544. Awesome. Friends. Um, thank you guys so much for, for uh, sitting and chatting with me. Um, go follow them. And if you want, you can come follow me on my social media platforms. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Vibe with Kai. You can also follow me on TikTok and on Snapchat at Kairos Keenan. Or you can visit my website, thevibewithkai.com, where I'm always posting blogs, videos, and reviews, and things that will help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. My friends. They're all here and I'm so happy. My heart is full and all that jazz. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me. Everybody else, I love y'all. Thank y'all for watching. And as always, God bless and good vibes. Y'all stay awesome. Thank you so much, Kyrus, for putting this together.